Hi guys, welcome to episode 6 of the Piss and Moan Club podcast. That's right, we got a monster bass. Da, da, da. And I can't sing, so I won't. How about that, guys? Do you appreciate that or what? So uh, tell your friends about this podcast, okay? We are gaining listeners, but uh, we are not gaining listeners as fast as I want to. So, you know, and I really want to start putting more effort into this. So, Brian, put effort into it now, then you will get listeners. Yeah, you know, it's not what it is. If I'm pressured to entertain, I'm more likely to do it better. How about that? Okay, anyway, this will never be a podcast I monetize on. So, uh, no worries. If I don't get a lot of listeners, then... It's just my personal ego that's going to take a, a dive. It's not something that I'm losing money on. So that, that's great. Now I got the pissing and moaning over with it this time. Or did I? No, I did not. I'm going to have a slurp of coffee. And then I'm going to come back here. And I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. Let's talk about movies today, shall we? Let's talk about horror movies. I know it's October, so we all have them on our mind. I mean... Come on, we all know it. You have those horror movies you want to see. Personally, I can't wait to see the um, sequel, the true sequel to A Christmas Story. It comes out on November 13th on uh, HBO Max. Fuckers, by the way. I mean, come on. So my wife and I got HBO Max again, right? Um, because we wanted to see The House of the Dragon. And um, I am I'm 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 done with most bootlegging because I don't think the quality is any good. Don't come to me with any moral uh, obstacles because I don't have any. It's just I don't think that um, uh, bootlegging quality uh, is that good. However, um, so that's why I got HBO to to watch the House of the Dragon, right? And uh, then I was going to cancel it, but it turns out that the week after that um, House of Dragons is over, um, the, White, is it the White Lotus, whatever, is debuting season two. Uh, and uh, so that's I'm going to be occupied for like two months there, right? And um, then, of course, Ralphie in December, and it's just a mess. I, I, it's like I can't get rid of the services once I get them. There's always something holding me to a specific service. And it annoys me. People say, eh, I don't use Netflix or I don't use Paramount or I don't use Disney. They all have something I'm watching currently. They all do. The only thing I, the only two I have been resisting is Apple TV because I, hate the interface. I hate that paid content is intertwined so much with free, uh, uh, with your Apple Plus TV co- content. Uh, There's the very reason I don't really watch uh, Prime Video either because I'm so tired of searching for a movie and then it turns out that um, you're going to have to pay for that. Bitch, I have Prime. I shouldn't pay for anything. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah. Um, so they keep me there, I guess. That's $15 a month. I could be using for something else. And again, if you divide it up, um, 
if you divide it up, you know, it, it, this, my stream budget is really not that much entertainment because we don't go to the movies anymore. And and we would easily have used more than I use on streaming services an entire month to go to the movies once or twice. Twice, more likely. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I do not envy them though. These services, these streaming services. I don't. I don't envy their customer service, and I and I truly understand why they are pinning it on India most of the time, or Bangladesh or whatever. Uh, I'll see why, because those fuckers are so patient. Something you won't get from an American uh, customer support, right? So I'm a member of several groups on. On Facebook, and I probably talked about this before because it's really fucking bothering me. Um, uh, I'm a member of several uh, several groups from the streaming services, right? And there's one thing that keeps going on and on and on and on. I signed up. I can't get on. Why does the app on my Roku throw me up all the time or throw me out all the time? Uh, and, and what do you answer to that? Because, you know... Having a past in the customer support myself, uh, it's just like, listen up. Bad shit, unlucky. That's what it is. That's why it happens, right? Because it doesn't happen to most people. That's the thing. Have another slip of coffee here. Why can't I watch Days of Our Lives on Peacock anymore? Um... <laughs> Uh, or here the other day uh, that was on uh, on Paramount. Where did the Godfather trilogy go? I want it back. Uh, because there's a lot of thing that people thinks that people don't understand about streaming entertainment platforms. Uh, one of them being that um, something a huge franchise like like uh, the Godfather moves around. They have a license for a while with one service and then they move to another. In this case, the Godfather trilogy moved to Peacock from Paramount. It's just what it is. They're moving around. And 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 and, and I wish that people would Well, I, I try my best to tell them about it, but you know, it's like they're not listening. I was promised I could watch Days of Our Lives, all 4,000 billion trillion episodes here. No, you were not. You were not. The only thing you've been told is that the last season of of Days of Our Lives are going to be on Peacock. And this will be their last season, a.k.a. no more seasons. And I really believe it because Days of Our Lives have been on from before I was born. I mean, you understand how scary that is for me. I don't watch it, but but there's a TV show that's older than me out there, right? And Marlena is probably still stuck in the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't know what else to tell people, but uh, it's only the last two seasons that is on Peacock. I'm, I'm starting to make myself some kind of an expert on, on uh, streaming services uh, because I have so many of them. Um, I I used real good, uh, or is it reels good, um, to uh, see what's on on my uh, my list, 
and uh, I use IMDb to uh, find out what kind of streaming services my desired movie is streaming on. But other than that, I have to say I am I am suffering so bad for overwhelming. I don't. I, I know it's have a name. Uh, if you can remember it, put it in the comments. Um, I'm overwhelmed with the selection of streaming content. I really am. I can't remember when I last watched uh, last watched one of my own Blu-rays or DVDs, or even things that I bought on Vudu. I don't remember when I last watched one. And I have a pretty sweet collection, okay? But if it's on streaming service, it's most likely on... 4K or something like that, and I don't have that on most uh, in most instances. So I'm not gonna watch my SD copy of it, which is DVDs, right? They are standard definition. Uh, there's nothing magic about DVDs. Uh, you know, it's just a digital copy of the movie, but it is in SD. And even movies that was in SD when they came out originally, uh, at times looks great in 4K. You know. So, yeah, why not? Why not? So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about horror movies today because my wife and I was talking about it. Uh, we were watching um, The Watcher on Netflix, which is great. Watch it. It's great. It's based, it, I mean, I say based. It's No, it's, it's inspired by a real story. Uh, and there's elements from the real story in it, but uh, it's not the real story at all. <laughs> And now we're watching The Midnight Club, which uh, I admit gets me a little bit in the feels. You know, I can't, there's, there's something that I can't, I, there's something I, I I just can't handle sick kids or sick animals. I, I just can't. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that show. But anyway, they're horror shows, right? Another cup of coffee here. Yeah, they are horror shows and uh, uh, full of, of uh, supernatural elements. And, and here's the thing. Well, at least the Midnight Club is. The other one is just a stalker story. But uh, the thing of horror is, and I really got to talk to my uh, my wife about that in the bedroom the other day. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you just got to talk. So anyway, um, I don't get scared the same way as I used to. Uh, I I I I will almost unless you're walking around with your head up your butt. I always want to claim that you know, uh, as the older you get, the less scary the world is, and the more scary the world is, because you know more. You know more of the dangers that you have to deal with every day, but you also know that monsters under the bed or ghosties or whatever. Uh, even if you believe ghosts are real, you're not really scared of them per se because you are at the impression that they can't really hurt you. And, and I don't think they can. You know, um, they're just leftovers. So what what are they going to do? Bath on you? You know, more coffee for me, please. And I'm not putting horror down. I'm just saying, okay, um, if Halloween Kills had come out in... People hate that movie, right? Uh, if it had come out in, let's say, 75 or 78 or whatever, uh, people would be screaming their heads off, right? Not today. No, no. That's just not good enough for people. 
Uh, then we have the Terrifier, the clown, right? Uh, the first one, pretty brutal. Didn't scare me, but it was pretty brutal. It's definitely an entity that you don't want to meet in your life. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be murdered by that clown. Uh, now the Terrifier 2 is out in theaters, and it's, uh, um, according to the media, making people barf and scream and whatnot in the movie theater. And, uh, you know, they, that that have been used before. We all know that. You know, it, it, it's just a tactic to get you to see the movie. Seriously. If you barf or even really scream at a horror movie, maybe you should not watch that genre, you know? Uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's murdering other people. And um, the more I get involved with a true crime uh the worse i feel about this um because you know they're real victims they're real victims uh behind that you know every time i see a story about one of the uh, the uh, most infamous um serial killers um uh, and uh people scream about they didn't get it right that's not how it happened and all that stuff i'm thinking to myself well, could it just be that the creators of said documentary or said show uh, doesn't want it to be exactly like it was? Because if you do that, you glorify the killer. Almost always glorify the killer. You know, horror movies are not are often not um, necessarily turning out good in the end. You know, so you you can't, yeah. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Seriously. Oh my god, I'm loving this coffee. Mm. So good. So, so good. What are you drinking today? <laughs> Leave it in the comments below. Alright. Um, yeah, so so it doesn't scare... I used to be so scared of uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, I was never really scared of Jason because I figured you can outsmart him I know you can't always do that uh, I was definitely never never scared of the predator the predator um, oh my god I, I'm I don't even I, I can't even get through the new movie on Hulu to be honest Prey um, it's not what I want predators to be that's the problem uh, I want uh, big soldier guys to go after predator Okay, I don't want little Indian girl or native girl to go after Predator. It's just a simple, you know, thing. And then Pinhead, female Pinhead. Then who's Pinhead? What? I don't know because I haven't watched any of them. So I don't know what to expect. It was a bad movie, though. I will say that if there were no other Hellraisers out there, uh, movies, um, which I haven't seen, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they made it. And why? Why do we have to uh, screw up all these uh, remakes and and things like that? It just doesn't really. Um, I just don't understand it. It's that simple. I do not understand it. So let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about um, the Midnight Club. You know, you probably watched it by now. It's been on Netflix forever. And um, 
No, it's basically um, this huge mansion that's a uh, um, um, hospice for clinically, or what do you call it, terminally ill children, kids, not little children, kids, teenagers. And it's basically that, and they try to cure each other and blah, 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 supernatural, my ass, and, and, and all that. But there is some really good messages in there, you know, um, one of them being do not give up because the doctor says you have a certain time to live. He knows shit. All right. You know you don't know, he don't know. In the end, we all end up having one second left to live. We have that in common, all of us, sick or not sick. In the end, we'll drop dead no matter what. So don't give up, you know, uh, and and uh, this one takes place back in the nineties, and and I and I guess the misdiagnosis of especially cancer, leukemia, and all that was pretty common. You know, it was pretty common that people got this. Uh, you know, you have uh, the most, um, the most. I mean, that's even stretching it. You have six months left to live. Four years later, you know what I'm saying. And and chemo, what kind of what kind of douchebaggery is chemo? We're gonna talk about chemo for a second here. <laughs> Motherfucker. I, I, I don't have cancer, I hope. Uh but I will have a very hard time uh getting chemo. I, I just can't. It's um sometimes it can cure you, sometimes it don't. But all the time, it turns you into a bundle of pain. Tired, tired, bored pain. And I cannot even know, know, <laughs> just live healthy, okay? And, and you'll probably make it past the six months that the doctor gave you. Just stop don't turn into a whiny little bitch. That's what I'm trying to say here. Don't turn into someone who feels sorry for yourself. I know I'm going to upset some people. I know I am, but I don't care in this particular situation because you people need to hear this, okay? It's not about being brave here, right? But it's about coming to the realization that you have nothing to lose which means you can do everything in your power. Now, my friend Anthony, you know, he, he, he used some kind of moonstone or something like that on his cancer. And hell, he survived. He survived. I'm sure he had chemo too. I don't know. But he survived. He's cancer-free. Seven years cancer-free. Congratulations, Anthony Mayo. Congratulations. Fantastic. You know? He went after what he thought he could do uh, other than the doctors. Because, you know, frankly, uh, my uh, mother-in-law, she, she went the more um, traditional version of it, okay? What happened with her, what happened with her was actually very, uh, very um, tragic in my opinion. Because uh, well, I was always tragic with, with cancer. But um, she had a blood disease. Well, she was not making enough um, red blood cells. 
So uh, she had, she got medication. She got uh, weekly blood transfusions, and um, unfortunately, it ended up uh, that she produced too many red blood cells, and they killed most of the white blood cells in her body. And all of a sudden, she had a hard time creating white blood cells, which means. Your immune system is compromised because you need the white blood cells to heal wounds and shit like that and bacteria coming your way. Uh, so she more or less ended up being um, um, terminally ill with this. She had one chance and that was to uh, get a bone marrow uh, transplant, which she, uh, she got from her son because he was a match. Um and uh well it ended up that her body um her body uh rejected this bone marrow and uh she slipped into more or less of a coma and um never woke up again yeah it was hard man it was hard especially on my wife of course uh, because he was the only parent my wife had left. And there is something to it uh, when you uh, lose both your parents in this world. Um, and all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you realize, fuck, there is nobody there to fix my problems anymore. I'm all alone. And sometimes that is set, uh, set aside by the fact that your parent yourself so you have children to take care of. But my wife and I doesn't have any children. Which means that you don't really have anybody to be anything for. Um, you don't have any real duties. Uh, no purpose uh, in life. You know, I don't need a purpose to live, to be honest. But uh, my wife is one of those people that she needs a goal. She needs a purpose to live. Well, well, she lost both her parents. Um, she kind of, you know, she went down with depression. Let's say it like that. She went down with depression, severe depression. And uh, misery wants company, which means that uh, I picked up some of that depression along the way. And I get really depressed, but I get really depressed because she is really depressed. Um, I get really high anxiety because she has very high anxiety. Um, it's it's really, really hard to avoid not getting some of what you're, uh, essentially the people around you have, you know. It, it's just, it's just really hard, you know. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So back to the horror movies, man. Do horror movies really scare you still? <clears throat> You just think they're a fun time? I think they're a fun time. Serial uh, killers in movies does not scare me. Uh, I know they're real out there, you know, so that scares me. But uh, in movies, no. Monsters in movies, no. Uh, ghosties, uh, Cujo, you, super sharks, you, you name it, does not scare me one bit anymore. Where when I was a kid, I would have been scared beyond my wits, to 
be quite honest. All right, let's wrap this up. This was a harsh posh of topics. I apologize, uh, but uh, I have to do it. Uh, this was one take. So if there's any in there, um, it's, it's not going to go away because I only have one take. And uh, that's what I'm going to post on Friday. And um, hopefully I will see you next Friday, which is uh, this. That's Halloween stuff, isn't it? Isn't it Halloween stuff? Next Friday? Almost. Yeah, I think so. So that's a scary. <laughs> we don't get trick-or-treaters here, though. So um, we don't even have any uh, any candy. We're just going to lock the door, turn off the outside lights, and go watch something in the bedroom uh, on Halloween night. Uh -huh. So there's that. Thank you for listening. As always, you can find me on any podcast aggregator out there or feed uh, the Piston Moan Club podcast. And um, you can find me on the YouTube. It's YouTube. Oh my God, I get canceled now. YouTube. YouTubes. You can find me on YouTubes. Uh, and um, and uh, you can find uh, my blog if I ever write in it on uh, pissandmoan.club and um, yeah that's it that's all I will see you next week bye